welcome everyone to another episode of the podcast today. Before we get into it, please make sure you follow me on Instagram at felix.levine. Subscribe to my YouTube channel that you can find by searching my name, Felix Levine, on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button and there you'll be able to watch all episodes and full video versions as well as smaller clips and highlights from those episodes. If you are listening to this right now, please just take a quick second to go rate and review the show on Apple's podcast app. Give it a quick five-star review and that will go a long way. And also check out my website, felix-levine.com. There you'll have every podcast in video version, audio version, photos from every recording and contact information if you want to get in touch with me. So go check that out. And my guest today, he is a UFC fighter making his comeback fight on February 6th. I am super excited to have him on for a second time. Please welcome my brother, Julio Arce. And we're live. Julio Arce part two. Man, I'm so, uh, honestly, I'm just happy to see you. I haven't seen you in a while. The, the world has changed since I last saw you. Dude, it's been forever. But uh, but honestly, I'm just happy to see you and happy to have you back on my show. Uh, a lot of people had reached out actually when, when the first time you came on, they uh, they had told me that they enjoyed enjoyed your appearance. And then, of course, you, had a, you have a fight coming up. So want to promote you and uh, make sure that the people know as much as they can about you <laughs> before they see you back in the octagon on uh, February 6th. So I told you a few seconds ago, I don't know if yeah, maybe you remember from last time, yeah. there's a little tidbit, a little story, a little something the world doesn't know about Julio Arce. You know, I can tell everybody that as much as I work out and train, I am a fat boy at heart. What's that mean? Meaning that if I, in reality, if I wasn't training... I would probably be giant. I'd be thick. You'd be thick. <laughs> thick. <laughs> so like, so you, so for people who don't remember from the first episode, he was a fat boy. Yeah. You, you were. That, 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 <laughs> you were, you were, I mean, you were telling us a few seconds ago, you were pushing 200 plus and you're not a super tall guy. Yeah, man. Five, seven, close to 200 pounds. Damn. I feel like I was creating my own orbit. <laughs> <laughs> but like, so what? So I want to talk about this because I don't I don't think I, I remember from last time where I don't know if you talked about it from last time. But what was the age where you hit like the peak fatness? Dude, I think it was when I was um, from 12 going to 13, like around there. And that's where I started training, too. And you were but you was it like like fat like like rolls like you're like rolls your- act like man boobs like you ha- dude, you have, do you have pictures. I have a I have a, I have a picture <laughs> in my phone. I mean, I can show you after. Okay, show me after. But it, it's funny. But luckily, during that time, that's when like Fat Farm and Rockaway and all the baggy clothes yeah. was around. So oh yeah. So I would go. I would have like the baggy jeans, the baggy shirts. Nobody needed <laughs> to know. I'd be like, yeah. Are you ever Are you ever scared like post fighting career? You could because you're a fat boy at heart. You could blow up a little bit again. You know, I think now um, just through everything like. Part of me would be like, yo, I'd probably like <laughs> blow up, but 
you know, I think just training has become like my drug, like my addiction. Yeah. So like, it's like, I can't live without it. It's like, I have to train or else a friend of mine once put it this way. It's like, if I don't train, it's like, I don't feel like a man. And I'm like, Yo, true. It's like I need to train him. Nah, I just don't feel like I got anything done. I don't feel like I don't feel like a man right now. Have you have you always felt that way? Yeah, you know, like. But when when I talked to my friend, my friend, yeah, his name is uh, Brad Brad Desir, and he was another and, another fighter. I yeah, thought we follow each other on the gram. Yeah, and you know, he's like, yeah, it's like sometimes you need to train because I just don't feel like a man. I feel like I got nothing done. And I'm like, that's a perfect way to put it. <laughs> he's a funny guy, too. Yeah, dude, he's fucking <laughs> hilarious, man. Where's he? He's fighting. Uh, He's in a new promotion, right? Yes, it's uh, think he's fighting Yeah, and he's gonna be fighting soon, and he's making his comeback fight. So I can't wait till he comes back. So yo, Brad, if you hear this, man, shout out to you, my man, because he had like a knee surgery and he was out, and like he went to the he went to the VA to get surgery, and that whole thing got all messed up. It got infected and whatnot, so it like put him back even more. And you know, also you know, he's he's the father now. Right, I saw yeah, that. so I mean, he's he's accomplished that a lot. He has his, you know his own cat his own uh, academy now. It's called the the Ronin Ludas. So you know, I'm super happy for him because it's like everything's falling back in place for him. Right. And you know, like you even even uh my teammate Mike Trezano, he's mm. he's set to fight again on February 20th. Oh, and he was had a layoff because he had to get he had to get knee surgery. That's another UFC fighter. Yeah, and so it's like you know these injuries put people to the side and it's like it makes you just feel like god damn time's going by i'm sitting here like injured it's like you're trying to like heal up as fast as you can but you know and i was kind of on the same boat because for me it was i had to get double elbow i haven't seen i haven't seen you since so explain because i don't even know the full extent of your so this is one of my elbows People, yeah, wait, turn that a little bit. That, yeah, that's a big, that's a big ass scar. Is this one? Is that, those, so it's one, two, At three. three here. And that's just from one surgery? That's from one surgery. And then literally the week of, I, well, the other week I got the second one. But, that this so week. it was the same. What happened? So what was happening is, um, this, I, this is something that I put off for years, oh, okay. even when I started fighting in the UFC. Okay. Um, my body, like, I guess my elbow started like, I, like bone chips kept getting just jammed in there. And then cartilage started building up. So my arm went from full extension and they were stuck here. So think about it this way. I was like a, like a, I was like a dinosaur, like a T-Rex. So like freaking my arms were like this and I'm just, I couldn't extend. Right. So then, you know, me just not wanting to sit on the shelf and be like, God damn, I don't want to get this and right. be out. Right. And, you know, fights are going on. But it got to the point where I'm like, this is actually going to jeopardize me more because it's like, as I'm training, as I'm fighting, it's like I can't extend, so I'm compensating you the use of my body more, which is putting me in more danger to get hit. And it's uh. so it, it's kind of like it, it's kind of like um it wasn't really helping a lot by me trying to you know keep this from prolonging the surgery. So it's like all right, let's get it done. When was the first time you realized that was a problem? Um, this was. During my second UFC fight, that's a little while back. Yeah, so it's like, and I and I was like, I, I'm like, I was like, fuck it, let's just keep, so let's what, just keep going. So when you say like an extension, like if you're throwing like a a left, or if like I, a, yeah, or like a left or a straight, you know, or, or like a jab, I, it would be instead of here, it would be here. Uh, so I'm like, eh. you couldn't, or it would just hurt when you did it. I, I couldn't lock it out. Oh, you couldn't lock like it. Like before, it was hurting, and I was just kind of working through it, and then next, you know, I'm like. Okay, as far as I go, I was like, that's not good. 
So, you know, fighters being as stubborn as they are and as tough as they are, they have like a mentality of like, fuck it, if I can use my arms, I'm good to yeah. go. But then it gets to a point where it's like, nah, you know what? As as we're getting older, you know, we, we want to have longevity. Right. And, you know, we, we got to take care of ourselves. Yeah. Right. So I was like, yeah, let, let's get this done. And, of course, when I got it done. It's COVID. You, COVID hit, yeah. Well, it's kind of good timing. Yeah. So it, to, for me, it was a little bit of a, it was a blessing in disguise. Right. Because it gave me time to heal, and I had uh, had uh, my PTs and and a team helping me doing the recovery. So I have a this uh, this company Edge Pro PT. I give a shout out to my man Brian and the whole PT crew over there, Edge Pro, um, for helping me take care of this. And also um, this other person, Frank Bendito, he has uh, this uh, this thing called uh, Counter Strike, which it they, he does my strength and conditioning, so they work together and they help me um, with movements to recovery. So then it's like, even before the surgery, they gave me stuff to do. So then it's like I would be able to recover a little bit faster. And then even after, like they were working with me, checking up on me, making sure that my full range was going. And then next thing you know, I was like, they're like, okay, you're good to now start training again. Light contact on the pads. Let's see how you feel. I'll tell you what, when I, you know, during COVID, like, I couldn't, I couldn't really, I couldn't really, like, hit anything. I couldn't do any push-ups. It's like I had to reteach myself, like, the use of my arms in a way. How long were you just straight resting? So you got both at the same time? I got, yeah, one, like, a week apart. That's not fun, then. (laughs) You might as well have gone at the same time. You know what, though? At first, I was like, let me just get them both done. But they're like... Yeah, you're gonna have trouble like even being able to wipe uh, your ass. I'm like, oh, I'm like, yeah, yeah like I can't, have that. I can't have that. I can't have that. Oh, I didn't think about that. So I was like, okay, you know, Fuck. like let's do this one. And the first one went really smooth. Went left first. I went right, right first. first. And then I got the second one. The second one, they there was like a lot more yeah. taken out, and I had to be in the, I had to be in like the the hospital for four days straight because like it was just like that. Like they attached like this little. This little container and like whatever fluid was in there was draining out. It's like a like a drain, and they just kept filling up, and it was like it just wouldn't stop. So like yeah, we have to keep you here because you're still like seems to be draining a lot, and just like sitting in that like that bed and the fact that I'm like God damn bro, it's like this this just feels like so wrong. It's like I, I'm like I need to get out of here, but in a way it was it was great because it you know you sit in there and you're like you know what man. It, it, it's like you get time to just like just be in your own mind and be like, okay, it's like you got this done. And like the hardest part was kind of setting it up and be like going right. through with it. Right. Now it's like, okay, you're done with it. It's like that's the first step. So let's now focus on your recovery and what it's like. Like it's not going to be fun, but, you know, any fighter that's gone through this, like whether it's knee replace, you know, knee surgery, shoulder surgery, whatever it is, you know, it kind of hits them hard because, like, damn, bro, I gotta be on the shelf for X amount of time, and I feel like the world's just moving on without me, right, right. and you just feel like everyone's everyone's coming up here, and you're just like, fuck, I feel like I'm left behind, but. You know, in reality, it it gave me a chance to work on other things, other aspects of my life, whether it's like, you know, mentally, whatever it was, 
to be like, yo, let's just boost this up while you can't do much. And then when you come back, then everything else is going to come back to you. So, you know, with my team, my coaches, everybody, they're so, so like super supportive, you know, always checking up on me. And, you know, they, it's like they would just be like, yo, just it's almost time. It's almost time. Just heal up. It's like just be smart about it. Like don't be stupid. And so I also chose during that time, I'm like, you know what? Use this time to recover. Let me go back down to 35. Um, don't just go right back into fighting right away. As much as I wanted to, mm -hmm. I was like, like, you know what? It's like this thing's still healing up. I still got things to work on. I still got to make sure my elbows recover correctly. Let me take the whole year off. Let me plan this out right. And, you know, that's what me and the team did. And then we're like, yo, let's let's go from here now. Does that ever get a little bit like, for lack of a better word, like depressing or like when you're on the sideline? And you, I mean, you're also hurting. Yeah. <laughs> I can't imagine you, you feel great. Elbows are not a fun spot. Um, like, does it are there ever, did you ever have any, you know, doubts like, man, am I am I going to be able to come back? Am I going to be OK? So that could get a little scary. You know what? It, it, those things cross your mind. And I think everyone just handles it differently. Yeah. For me, like for me, at one point, I think the fact of not being able to train and just kind of sitting on the sideline and watching everybody, mm -hmm. that was more depressing to me. Right. And it kind of hit me because I'm like, damn, everyone's looking so good. Everyone's yeah. freaking crushing <laughs> it. And I'm here like jogging doing like these little exercises, even though they were great because they were helping me recover and build my range of motion back and all that. Like in my mind, I'm like, shit, man. It's like I'm left behind right now. It's like I feel like I'm falling behind. But that's like your mind kind of, you feel like it's like, like your mind kind of putting like a trick on you and being like, okay, like what are you going to do about it? Right. So for me, it was, it was both, it was a little depressing and motivating. I think uh, the depressing part was just being stuck home for such a long time mm -hmm. because when COVID hit, you know, our schools, uh, our schools got shut down. Everything was put just like on hold. Right. So then it's like, you know, the school is where I teach. That's, you know, it's like where, you know, like I make my, my living yeah. and next, you know, that shut down. Next, you know, I can't fight and I'm like, fuck. Yeah. So luckily it's like, you know, everyone just had a plan to be able to keep going and then just it, dude, I was like, I was just stuck home, and I was just like, "Fuck, man!" It's like, when when did you get cleared? Um, I got cleared um uh, in August, yeah, August of last year, and so August August twenty twenty. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it was, yeah. so it was really you were healing up during COVID. Yeah. So okay. COVID, with, like I said, that was the Wait, blessing right. in disguise. And so when was your when was your surgery? So your surgery was when you said November of 2019. So it was right after the right MSG after, fight. Yeah. And was that in part was that fight also a big part of getting the surgery? Yeah. And it, it also it got it, worse during the fight. It got worse during the fight. And it's also I'm like, it, that's where it also made my decision. I'm like, you know what? It, it, I'm going to have to make some changes here. Like I'm going to have to it's like. Let me get this done. Let me stop prolonging it where because then it's doing more harm than good during right. my training. Like right. it's causing me to make stupid mistakes that I normally don't do because I'm trying to compensate somewhere else because I can't use my reach well. Um, and then I'm like, you know, I, it made me decide to make the drop to 35 because then I'm fighting these guys that are just freaking giant. And 
you could clearly tell, like, and all all my fights at 45, that I'm the smaller guy. Right. Like, I'm holding my own in there, but these guys are, are huge. Right. And then it's like, dude, I'm fine, like a fucking six <laughs> six one dude. But, it, but you know, it, it was like, it was, it was a time to make decisions, a time to, like, plan everything out. So then, you know, when it was time to come back, it's like, all right, we got a plan set and yeah. go. And so I haven't, so I haven't seen you, uh, since that that last MSG, so that was 2018, 2019, yeah. 2019. Um, and that was, I mean, that was a tough one because, I mean, I'm biased and I'm obviously yeah. like standing up. I thought, you, I honestly, like unbiasedly, I thought you won that fight. And then I think with bias, of course, I'm like, yeah, of course you won the fucking yeah. fight. But I think obviously it was a close fight. Um, yeah. But it was pretty clear, like skill for skill, you're, and I, that's why when, when you told me or when I saw that you were dro- dropping down back to 35, I feel like it's the it's the no brainer move, mm-hmm. right? Because you, I mean, you got probably more skills than the forty fivers, but they're bigger, dude. Dude, it's like, you know, I can, I can, like I said, you know, I was able, I'm, I'm holding my own in there, mm-hmm. and it's not, it's, it's like, it's not like I'm freaking get my ass kicked, right? But these guys are so, they're, they're, they're literally, they're physically bigger than me. They're, they're. They're, they're huge. And so it's like no, you cut no weight together. I'm cutting no weight. These guys are cutting down from God knows, yeah, 170, maybe like some people 180. What what do you walk around at usually? Now I'm walking around like one one fifty five. Oh, okay. So the cuts aren't even that bad. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Like once I'm training, it's like uh, I'm on weight. So it's like like before when I was in ring of com when I was fighting like the regional circuit, right. like ring of combat, CFFC, you know, like this is before like I had like the 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 nutrition mm-hmm. and, and all that. Like, you know, I would cut down weight, but I also feel like part of it was kind of, I feel like it would be kind of winging it. So then I w- it wouldn't feel as healthy as, right. as like, as, you know, like now, like now, like I got first, like, this is what you're going to eat. This is what you're going to drink. This is what the times that you eat. These are like, you have to eat this time, blah, blah. And they're like, and it's like, all right, boom, I'm I'm on it. Like you gave me like a regimen to follow, like I'm going to do it. And it's going to be, it's like, it's very plain and simple. And, you know, you got to give a shout out to Eric Pena because he's the one who's been doing my nutrition, him and Frank, who I mentioned before. And they've been, they work together. So it's like, you know, they make sure I'm getting the right amount of, uh, you know, you know, proteins and all that stuff in. So, you know, then it doesn't feel like I'm like, <gasps> I'm starving myself. Like I'm doing this healthily and, and like, when I make the cut, I feel like it's gonna be it's gonna be easy. So we're for people listening, we're recording. I believe we're the seventeenth of January. Um, your fight's February sixth. This will come mm-hmm. out, I believe, fight week. Um, of course, to get in time for your fight. What do you What are you at right now? Right now, I'm at uh like one fifty. Oh, wow, so that's not that bad. No, not at all. So you're really gonna. I mean, if you do so, what What is your ideal like on fight week? The the Monday of fight week. What do you like to come in at if you're uh, fighting at thirty five? Probably, I want to be. Probably like fight week be like one forty seven or forty eight, oh, yeah. and then you know just basically there. Yeah, like then just cut whatever water is there, and so it it actually it's been so much easier. Really? Yeah, like like I say, you know, like I have, you know, during that time, it's you get the right team and you get the right people, and you know, all my coaches working together, and they're like, "Yo, let's freaking do it!" And it's like and. When it's time to come back, you're gonna be ready for this. Do you get to eat a li- like? Is it good when you get to eat? You know what? I've been my meals are actually are great. Like I'm eating regularly, 
It's just that, it's like, it's now just the timing of it is different. But, dude, I'm, I'm having, you know, like, like steak, salmon, oh, like, you know, like, right, nice. yeah, yeah, like, I'm eating good, good <laughs> meals, man. And I have, a, and I actually recently have been working with this company. It's called Ready Strong Meals. Okay. They're, they're actually in Hoboken, and they're like a small business. So it's like, dude, we'll work with, we'll, you know, oh, we'll work nice. with you, yeah. you know, we'll send you meals. And it's also simpler because since I'm always on the go, right, right. it's like, I don't have time to sometimes just sit there and be like, oh, I gotta cook this, yeah, that. Yeah. To like, yo, we'll send you this. So they'll send me like, ro like, like steak with like some sweet potatoes, some like meatballs with like some broccoli. Like they have like all delicious meals, man. And it's so they've been a huge help to this. So you know, it's, it 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 was all good planning. It's all gonna work out, and I. Dude, I can't wait, man. I'm excited where it's going to take it. I'm excited. But I also had a really quick question going back to some of the surgeries and stuff. In terms of, because I don't even know how it works. When you when a, when a UFC fighter gets surgeries, who covers that? Do you have insurance through the UFC? Yeah, the UFC covers. And it, it covers everything. They cover everything. Wow, which is God. Yeah, which is, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty grateful for that because, like, you know, in reality, it's like. They get you, pricey. You know, was, especially because <laughs> especially it was, a, I went to HSS. Okay. In in the city, and they're like really, really like, they're great surgeons over there. Right. So you know, like if if I had to pay that like out of land on my own pocket, <laughs> god damn, bro, I'd be like shit. But yeah. you know, like they 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 covered they covered everything, and it's and I'm super thankful for them for and, that. And Pete and the PT after, how's that? How's they, that work? They 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 covered that too, wow. and. Um, I went to Edge Pro, which is in in Paramus, New Jersey, and they they've been working with me ever since. Wow! And I'm still I'm still going every day just to make sure everything is okay and doing my exercises to make sure my my elbows just stay strong. So now you're 100. percent Yep. Wow. Does it feel weird to be able to like hit that crisp and full extension on the jab and stuff like that? You know what? And honestly, when I first started coming back to have, being able to have contact, it's like. I was nervous about it because it's like I'm like, oh, it's like I, I don't want to like I feel like <laughs> right, right. it's like you have like that second thought. It's like yeah. I'm just coming back. Am I really gonna be able to stand? Do I want to re-injure it again? Yeah. Like all these little things start like popping up in your head. You're like, and I'm like, oh, I can finally do this. And, and there's no pain. It's, but it must feel weird, right? It felt weird at first because my body hadn't done in a while. So yeah. when was luck, the last time you had? When was the last time you had? Throwing a full like extension on a jab or a punch, or regular bef punch. Before that, damn, it's it was like two two years. So it's like, and it just gradually just started getting getting worse. And now it's like, I'm like, I went from like here <laughs> to here to here. I'm like, oh, that, that's not good. <laughs> wow. And so, what's the what? When did you start tra for the training camp for this fight? I, for this fight, you know, like I was training even before that because once right. they were like, yeah, Yo, you can do contact, wrestle, and all that. Like I was training hard before that. Right. I was just waiting for them to just announce a fight and be like, Yo, we got somebody for you. And you changed, were you always with Paradigm? Um, I started, I started with Paradigm also during, uh, right. during the 2020. And, you know, dude, they've been super helpful, amazing team. So, you know, just, I switched the paradigm and it's it's been great. And and what what was behind that decision? Did you who and who do you have a a particular agent or how does that work? The whole agency represents you. The the whole agency, the whole team. So, you know, I was it was just it was it was just like a matter of um, for me it was like uh, one person was taking trying to take care of everything. Right. 
So then I was like, okay, you know, let me make, let me, it's like, let me move on to like somebody to, instead of one person trying to do everything, it's like, let me go to a team that has different people. So then things don't fall through the cracks and don't get overwhelming. So I decided to make the switch to Paradigm. Like no, no hard feelings on the switch. It was just, it was understood. And, and then, you know, I've just been with them and they've been working with me even like as they knew the like, look, when do you, when do you want to, expect to come back to fight and i'm like you know like i don't want to go right into the new year but let me do it in you know like february at least see what they got and then next you know they're like yo february 6th we got somebody for you and um i'm like let's freaking do it let's rock and roll so wait i'm curious so for people out there that are like kind of casual sports fans what exactly in your case does a sports agency do in terms of representing you um so they you know Look for the the fights, like your opponents, making sure like the contract negotiations right. for it go well. Um, you know, sponsorships, opportunities, people that want to work with you, and you know how to like really just build you as a fighter. So, you know, and you have like representation. So you go from like you know certain sponsors, paid sponsorships, and so on. But also like they're they're dealing with like the things that as a fighter you're not gonna have to. Right. deal with like look when we're going the regional circuit like we're in charge of our ticket sales we're in charge of like promoting our own yeah. fight in a way <laughs> so it's like you got to make sure you're getting the it's ticket crazy. money from it's everybody <laughs> well even though now like for the ufc you don't have to do any ticket right. sales or anything did you have but, to do that before for ufc no okay thank god yeah man. imagine that shit but it's like they're dealing with like the little things like you know the flights um the hotel the accommodations all that stuff like all things that behind the scene to take all that stress right. off your shoulders. We have to be like, all right, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to right. do this. So they've been super helpful with that. And it's just been a lot easier. And then it's like, we just want you to focus on just training, getting ready for your fight. The only thing I really have to do is like my medicals. And that's it. And Paradigm, I mean, Paradigm is probably that and First Round are the two biggest. Right? I mean, mm-hmm. what's Connor, Izzy, who else? Connor, Izzy, I mean, Cyborg. You got wow. Leon Edwards, um, who's the guy that just fought? Um, the Leech. The Leech just fought. Who to represent him? They were, Did you watch that card yesterday? Dude, it was wild. Oh, I mean, come on, Holloway. Dude, Holloway was on some next level <laughs> shit. Man. I thought that was honestly the single greatest performance in UFC history. Dude, it was it was wild. It's like it's like there was no <laughs> denying him. He's like, and the fact that people were saying that he was gonna lose. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And he was like, nah, man. The fact that he's talking, he was talking to DC. <laughs> he was talking to DC and Anna. And he was like, whoop, 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 whoop. I'm like, Jesus, man. That was wild. That was unbelievable. I mean, he just looked like unstoppable. He looked like the best featherweight in the world. Dude. Like, that got me even more fired up to really? come back and fight. Yeah. It was like, damn. What's that like when you're watching it and you're watching it on the couch and you're just like relaxing, watching little fights and you see that kind of shit? Dude, it gets you hyped. You know what what got me to be like, dude, I got to get back into training as fast as oh, I can. Um, this is a fight because I fought Danny Gay right. like a while back. You know, he was my first fight in the right, UFC. Right, right. And the fact that he was in a main event against Cater. Against, against Cater. And I was like, damn, bro. It's like, that should be fucking me yeah. up there. It's like, that should be me. I mean, even though I'm dropping 35 now, but it, I'm just like, dude, I can't I can't keep sitting here. I got I to gotta right. get back to training. I got to get back to freaking doing what I what I was always doing, get back to the basics, the roots, no distractions, no nothing, like just focus on what you want. And I'm like, 
And I think also what's what's even more impressive with you too is like you look at your record, you got the two losses to to Kelleher mm -hmm. and then two splits, which yeah. easily could have gone your way, right? Yeah. So it's like you really and you really haven't dropped many rounds in the UFC. You know, and then well, you got injured, so you know, out for a little. But like you're young, you feel good. Now you're, you know, yeah, man. I mean, the sky. I I truly believe. I mean, obviously, I'm always rooting for you on another level. But like, I truly think the sky is the limit. No. Yeah, man. It's it's like now coming back. Even my coach, uh, Tiger, we, we was talking. He's like, dude. It's like, it's like uh, I'm happy that you're 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 back. To find you're gonna drop thirty five. It's like let's like just get your mind up, man. Get yourself just focused and just. It's like, it's like I'm glad to see like the hunger and the fire mm -hmm. back in you. I'm like, you know, like, yeah. It's like this time off and after the surge, like during the surgery, after the surgery, and just the healing up. It's like, it just it it kind of re reignites the fire. Right. You know, like some people have been fighting for a while. Sometimes it starts to get like, um, like in a way, it kind of it's it. I wouldn't say it gets boring, but it gets like, you're repetitive. like uh, yeah, repetitive. Yeah. And during that time off, it like reignites your fire. You like, it's like, yo, I like I beat that dude. Mm -hmm. It's like, fuck, man, I gotta get back yeah. in there, man. It's like, it's like, let's do it, man. Let's freaking do it. So it got me. It just like, it reignited, like the whole fi my fire behind it. It made me just want to fight more. It made me want more because it was taken away from me. Right. So. And do you do any other kind of, I mean, I know some people have like sports psychologists and stuff like that. Do you do, do you have a sports psychologist or anyone yeah. you talk to about that? I talk to, um, his name is, is, is Greg and I'm, I'm not sure I'm going to butcher his last name. Greg <laughs> should duck. Greg, don't come at me for this, man. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've been talking to him. I, when the moment I got, I knew I was going to get surgery. I actually started talking because, you know, I wanted to, you know, maybe it's like, in a way, it's kind of like a unlock something that maybe in my mind is like holding me back or that I can do better. You know, I was also like, I was pretty nervous about surgery because this was my first right. major surgery. Right, right. So, you know, like I was nervous about that. Then, of course, it's like, damn, you know, I'm going to get surgery. I'm going to be on the shelf. You know, I'm going to be feeling like this. And, you know, just, just talking to him and just really just just looking at different perspectives. And, dude, he was he was a great help during this. What are some of those, I mean, you know, without telling everything, obviously, but like, what are those, some of those conversations like? Like, what do you, what did you feel like you were exactly like trying to unlock, if you will, or get past or over or, um, you know, if it was a fear? I mean, you know, that's, um, I guess everybody, everybody's different. Uh, part of me was just like, even like something simple is like, look, when you, when you go fight, it's like, why, why, why are you? Why are you waiting so long to get yourself started? Mm. Um, is there something that, like, or in the in the fight, there's something that you might be afraid of? You know, is there something that, you know, you're you're just not letting out because it's like because for whatever whatever reason, um, and just really seeing, you know, trying to like, it's kind of like you're you're opening a door to see. It's like okay. In this time during my life, it's like, what is it that held me back? Yeah. What is it that I could have done better? Okay, why, why did, why did this happen? Or like, if a situation that was happening, like even like during surgery, why was I feeling this way? Mm -hmm. um, my decision to go to thirty-five, um, and just just like hitting every aspect of it because 
you know, we don't realize, man. It's like at first when I was like, man, should I even talk to it? Should I even talk to somebody? You're like, man, I feel like I was. It's like, it's like yeah. you have like that kind of mindset. It's like, I don't need to talk to anybody. But then you realize it's like, wow, man. Like he was really he's, he's super helpful about it. Right. And it, it, change a lot of perspectives even like in in the way i train it's like you know there was there was points in in my training where i i kind of i was set in my ways okay so meaning it's like i was like nah you know like this is the way it's done like that's the way it's done but now it's like all right you know like let me let me add that to what i'm doing mm. like you you start kind of Mature. Yeah, you start maturing. You start like turning into like a, you know, like when little kids, like they're sponges. So they absorb all the knowledge that you give them. And it's like, I, I went back to that. I went back to, you know, people say like empty your cup. I'm like, no, I drank my, I drank my cup. I'm going to, I want to refill. And I want that refill with new stuff to mm -hmm. implement. And I just kept doing that. I just kept drinking my cup of water each time and just kept absorbing more knowledge. And, it's 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 been it's been great it's like i'll I'll take everything it's like somebody gives me like a like an advice of something you know people tend to kind of look at it as like ah, whatever yeah. i was like I'm like all right you know like maybe that's a that's a detail that i knew maybe i forgot about it i'm like thanks for that it's like like thank you for that like if they notice something like if my teammate sounds like like dude you're you're doing this with your hand i'll be like i'm like thanks man it's like it's like i i, I wasn't i thought i was doing it but maybe i wasn't but it's like thank you so it's like more like a more open-minded to to just like even 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 like coaching and just like sometimes you know we we feel like we're setting our ways mm -hmm. so in a way and then you feel like you're stuck but you're not willing to, right, make, to make right, that right, change right. i was like Nah, man, let, let's add this and that. Let's add this and that. My coach is like, we're going to do this more with you so you can improve on that. Everything else is going to keep getting better as you go, but let's focus on this. Let's focus on that. And I was just like, all right, let's do it. And I think that's, man, I think it's also powerful, um, I mean, regularly in life as well, but even from what you were saying earlier about, is so Greg is a sports psychologist. Yeah. Or he's a regular, I mean, whatever. He's a, he's a sports psychologist. So I think what's what's interesting about that is is like what you're talking about, like, you know, sometimes with therapy or psychology or whatever it is, like some people feel like it's a, it's a, it's a weakness or like it's for yeah. the weak, right? But, and I, and I felt like that for a long time as well. And I started seeing a therapist and you're, what you're talking about like resonates crazy with me because it's, the, it's that exact feeling. It's almost, I guess, uh, you know, for people out there listening that, that might be in that same situation, mm -hmm. you feel like it's empowering, I think, after mm -hmm. the fact. And you realize how much growth you're, you're really going through. Yeah. Like, that's real growth, in my opinion. Yeah. It's, 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 it's wild because, um, you know, like, you, like we were saying, it's, you feel like, oh, man, it's like I feel, I feel weak by having to talk to somebody right. about how I'm feeling and but stuff like that. I think like it's that. a sign of strength. Yeah. But, and once you do it, you know, it, it changes. It, like you start to, your mind starts to just evolve, and then you, instead of seeing things a certain way, they like a way you used to normally seeing right. it. It's like you have a different perspective. Like you know, we, we were talking about something one day, and he's like, you know, what? there's this famous like a uh, tennis player. I don't know the guy's name. It's like <laughs> some long name, but it's like you know, he was he was practicing, and he messed up in something, 
And normally people will like mess up. They're like, oh, fuck, whatever, blah. They're throwing hissy fail. They just get upset by it. And he just like stood there and like questioned it. And he's like trying to dissect the problem and like try to change. He's like took like a different avenue and how to solve it and like how to make it better instead of like getting frustrated and upset by it. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, that 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 makes sense. He was telling me like a story here, like another one. It was like this guy's like running from a tiger, and like he, the tiger's chasing him, and then there's like a cliff, and you know there's like a vine going down the cliff. So he starts climbing down the vine, and as he's getting to the bottom, there's like another tiger at the bottom, <laughs> and then you know if he would climb up, there's a tiger waiting from at the top, and then like these little mice start trying to like gnaw at the at the vine. And then he saw like a strawberry, like a juicy strawberry there. And when he had the strawberry, like, he like grabbed the strawberry and like took a bite out of it. And it was like, that is, you know, like despite all the chaos that was happening around him is like, that's what kind of gave him like a, it's like the simple things like that right. gave him joy. Right, so it, right, so it, was, right. it was like, I mean, I, I probably butchered this story <laughs> in many ways, but... But it was like, you know, just like enjoying the the moment in life, right. like you know, appreciate kind of like what you have. I'm like, that freaking makes sense, man. I'm like, that that's wild. And, you know, I thought that like at first when I was going to talk to him, it was going to be like, it's like you're, you're like, you're like pouring out your emotion and everything. And it was just like, he's giving me just like things here and there. It's like, well, think about this. Like, hey, read this article, man. Like, tell me what you think. And then you're like. You're like oh shit man it's like there's there's like there's a, like a lot of powerful stuff and it's like you feel good you're yeah. like damn man like so with the way you look at things now it's it's different and i feel like also as, as an athlete right you guys focus so much on all the physical i mean you got especially you when you're recovering you got your pt then you get your training and all that but like the psychological sp part is you know arguably the most important mm. no yeah dude, it's it plays a huge part I mean, think about it this way. Like, uh, I remember I was hearing Donald Cerrone talking, and um, he's like, the most nerve-wracking part for me was when I make the walk to the cage. Right. And he's because it's like you're thinking about, did you do everything you had to do for this fight? Right. Did you take any shortcuts? Where it's like, were you really putting 100%? Like, and that's like where you're making the most like, damn, did I really do everything? It's like I left no no stone unturned and. You know, then once you go in there, you're like, yo, I did everything I had to. Let's freaking go. The spider's all like, just let's just let it go and go for it. You Do you feel like this walk to the octagon is going to be a little bit different just because of the layoff and the world has changed since you, since you're, I mean, and it's not in a packed MSG, you know, it's in a fanless, it's at the apex, apex right? Yeah. You know, like, I'm guessing for me, like, it's. For me, it's the excitement of coming back, yeah. starting a new chapter, um, going back to 35. And, I mean, look, I did Contender Series, and right. it was like a very small thing. It was like in the gym pretty much. So I'm like, all right, I, I'm used to that. I think it was the same gym, no? It might have been, uh, no. been a different room. Yeah, that was in the Ultimate Fighter gym. Right. Like, this one's at the their Apex Center. So, like, I'm like, uh, I'm, fine with, I'm fine with it, and I'm... What fans are not, it's like um, I'm okay with it. Um, I'm, I just wanna, I just can't wait to just come back and start fighting again. Dude, I feel, I mean, I can even feel your energy. It's, I feel like you're also like quite focused. Is, is you know, I mean, I've, I haven't seen you in a while, but yeah. like I could feel you like 
you know, you're you're excited to get back in there, but you're also you got your head on straight. And I think that's that makes you an even more dangerous fighter. Yeah, man, dude. It's like I said that, you know, in my my fire was so reignited during this whole thing, during healing my elbows and, you know, like you know, like talking to to Greg, it it just changed everything for me and it's just like just made me hungrier for right. it. So it's like when I thought I was, when I thought like when I first started fighting the UC that I was hungry for 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 it, like it's not close to where I am now. Wow. So it's like it makes me want it more because that's just become my focus, my desire, my ambition to just like I want to fight, I want to get in there and later on the line, it's like let's like let's use this time to really work on things. So when you come back, people see who you truly, really are as right. a fighter, right, right? and. You know, you have no no nonsense in the background. It's like it's just a focused, focused who we are, say, in there. And for you, I mean, also uh, when you're when you're fighting, and like like for you right now, do you feel like you're at peak performance in your career um, physically as well? Yeah, man. the The time off was great because it just had it. I got to work on a lot of things, not just the mental aspects, like, you know, the strength and conditioning technique wise, skill wise, like, and like I was saying before, you know, I use this time to really absorb every bit of knowledge. Mm. And when I came back, it was funny because the first day I came back to doing contact, I went right into sparring. Really? Yeah, and I did like I did like seven sparring rounds in a row. Five minute rounds. Five minute rounds, Jesus. and these were my teammates who were getting ready for fights, and I was just like, dude, I felt so free. I'm like, yes, man. Like, and of course, you know, like, look, it was me coming back when I came back in there. I'm like, I'm like, I know I'm gonna gas out. Yeah. Like, it's like <laughs> these guys have been trained; they're in shape. But I was like. It's like experience took over, like the knowledge aspects right. of it, like my IQ. So like I felt like even though I physically like my body was right. getting tired through the rounds, I was like, nah, man, let not let your let your experience yeah. take over. And then I just felt like, dude, I felt like like for seven round, seven five minute rounds straight. And my team was like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. I'm like. I'm like, dude, I'm like, experience took over. But I think it's also like, and I think that's one of the, I mean, I, I haven't done martial arts really, but like even in a couple of times that I've done it, you can see like the other guys in the gym, like the, you know, I, I, I had uh, Lyman held pads for me for a little, for a couple <laughs> sessions, but you could see like that level of like calmness because because martial arts is so, such about like wisdom and respect and like, you know, I could imagine for you who's been doing it for so long at this point. Yeah. Um. You know, when the physical isn't hundred percent, like you, you know, you know the game in and out. And I feel like that's also yeah. probably a good feeling as well. No. Oh, it, it's 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 actually amazing because um, you know, look at once, so kind of going back to you know, I did the surgery and, you know, I couldn't fight and of course our our schools got shut down mm -hmm. where everything was just put to a halt and. We had to figure out a way to keep on teaching, so we started go. We did Twitch, which was, you know, still I'm like, how did we do Twitch? It's insane. <laughs> and everyone's like commenting. I'm like, you guys ready? <laughs> yep. And I just I was literally like going nonstop, and it was like all the schools like 
partook in it just so people could keep training. So you guys were when did you guys close school? Like right when everything kind of shut down. When COVID, the so moment like they were March like March fifteenth. Yeah, type. the moment they said is like, yo, every we're gonna shut down everything. We were like, we couldn't hold classes. Was, was that was that panicking for you? It was because that's scary. That's a that's a big yeah, part of your income and yeah, it's uh you know it's my livelihood and it's right. it's what I wanna it's what I I wanna it's it's the school that I wanna have, you know when I'm done fighting. Right. It's like so, if imagine if that was to just disappear because of the, this happening. So, you know the great thing about it is like my coaches, my mentors that they they were all like, yo, we plan out, let's go, let's do it through Twitch, okay. Let's do Zoom now. And then like I was like, all right, we're allowed to start having people in the, you know, in the gym again. Very limited capacity. So then it was like, all right, so now we're gonna have Zoom and training at the same time. So it's like we would have like the TV like it's right here and like the mat all set up. So people who, you know, still not comfortable with it, they train through Zoom and the people who are comfortable coming in you know they're all stay socially distanced they have their mask on training and they just go because you don't realize that people when people don't train it it, you know like for me like i i felt like i felt depressed when i couldn't train and to a lot of people maybe it's their only outlet the only way that they feel good and you take that away from them but yet they had they had like liquor stores open, yeah. and it's like okay, it's like I don't I don't want you. I, it's like I want you to to be able to right. do what you enjoy doing, what kept you in shape. So you know, look, we we adapted, and then we've been going ever since. And nobody has given us any any issue. We we make sure we do all the proper protocol. But that was a chance to, you know. Focus also on making sure that you know the school didn't end up shutting down because they shut us down, and now we right. we keep it going, because you know as martial artists we can't give up when things get yeah, tough. Yeah. So. No, it's, I mean it's pretty amazing, and also I mean, for you going to a camp also, which I'm curious about during COVID, because martial arts is literally so contact, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's literally all contact. Um, has that affected your training in any way? You know. And you know, in a way, it, it's it's nerve wracking because, like, seriously, with this virus, like, it's like that we could be fine and and somehow still have it, yeah. and whatever it, it it is what it is. And but all my teammates, in the coaches, like, we all were, you know, like, if we want to be able to train and keep doing what we're doing, and be able to fight, especially since the UFC kept going with it, which right. is amazing what they did. Um. Then it's like we all have to make sure we're all watching right. each other. So it's like, in a way, like the 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 entire team. They were like, "Yo, we gotta all make sure that we are with the same people. Everyone's right. clear. You know, we we're getting tested on a regular basis. Really? You, you guys yeah. are testing at the gym. Yeah, we had somebody you know doing the the swab test, oh. the blood test, everything. So then at least if somebody was like, "Yo, you have," it's like, all right, yeah. We know we could trace it back and we'll get our test. Like so we were we were super diligent about that. And you know, everyone's been able to train. Wow. It's unbelievable. So, you know, yeah, yeah. Knock on wood, it's like, you know, we've all been healthy, everyone's good, and we're able to keep this going. But, you know, like martial artists, that's the whole point. You know, you don't quit. You find a way. You find right. a way to, to, to win at this. Right. And just like our schools found a way to 
win at this and keep going. As fighters, we found a way to win at this and keep going. And it's just going about it right. And now we're just going to take a quick break to talk to you about my longtime sponsor in U.S. Wellness Meats. U.S. Wellness Meats has over 400 all-natural whole foods in their online store at uswellnessmeats.com. All of their beef, lamb, bison, and dairy products are 100% grass-fed and grass-finished. They also offer pasture-raised heritage pork, free-range poultry, and wild-caught seafood. They specialize in every single diet under the sun and have hundreds of paleo, keto, Whole30, sugar-free, and AIP-friendly options. All of their foods are raised on family farms dedicated to sustainable and ethical principles, so you will never have any pesticides, herbicides, antibiotics, growth hormones, or GMOs. They ship anywhere in the country for only $9.50 for shipping and handling, and most orders are delivered within 24 to 48 hours of leaving their facilities. Go to uswellnessmeats.com today, and when you use promo code PODCAST, that's P-O-D-C-A-S-T, you'll receive 15% off store-wide savings. Again, go to uswellnessmeats.com, use that promo code PODCAST, and you'll get 15% off of every single order. Go check it out today. Now let's get back into it. Were there a lot of positive tests when you guys training? And what happened? I mean, Luckily, no. And and if there were, then it was um, like we all got tested immediately. Right. But we were all make sure it like, comes back negative. Gotcha. So like if somebody ended up testing positive, then we would have, you know, be like, are you quarantined? It's like, who are you in contact with? So like we made sure right. that whoever we were training, the train partners that we have, we always kind of kept track of each other. Right. It was like, so if they're like, okay, well, I rolled with this person, this person, and let's say so-and-so came up positive. Okay, we're going to go get tested. We're not coming into the gym. Right. Like, you know, we'll do our quarantine, whatever we have to do until we test negative, and then we're good to go. So we were, I said, we all held each other accountable, and we kept track of everything. You know, like I said, the temperature, we had somebody doing the swab test on us. Man, it was like, it's just nonstop, but it, it's, it's what had to be done. Right. So, and then like when, as, 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 you know, fighters and our teammates, you know, you go back to regular families, it's like, we limit ourselves to who were we were around with and so on. So, you know, look, we, we, we made it work and here we are. It's unbelievable, honestly. And, and so how many, how many students do you have at your gym? Right now we have, um, I think almost like 300. Wow. That's at, that's at just your gym? Yeah. Just ours. Wow. And, you know, like, look, it, it took a bit of a hit because a lot of people, you know, like, look, it's like everybody's right. people, people lost their jobs and people, you know, they, it, COVID happened and it ruined a lot of things. Yeah. So, of course, you know, look, we lost a, a, a certain amount of students and our school took a hit. But you know what? You know, I'm grateful that, you know, like, even if these students that weren't able to continue, like, they're still around. They stay in communication. And the ones that stay through it, you know, I'm grateful for them because right. they stuck around. Like, they they know. Right. So it's like everyone's supporting each other in a way. And seriously, it's like, you know, it's amazing because, you know, although the way I was talking about it with, um, with, uh, with, with my instructor, his title is Xi'an. It's a, I never call him by his first name, but I'll call him by his first name today. Okay. He's Brian Godhopper. <laughs> Sorry, Shan. <laughs> but anywho, um, you know, it's it's like we, although we, we don't, we're not like huge 
in the community, but we impact the community that we in. Like right. so, you know, like Tiger Showman's is like it's it's a big organization, yes. but each school is in a different section where they impact that community. So we have an impact in our community, and the fact that you know, like our our students are second family, mm-hmm. and the fact and I to say I'm so thankful because it's like they. They're like, yo, we we want to be able to train. It's like we we're we're going through this hard time, and I guess you know, like the students that weren't able to continue, it's like, ah, uh, it's like I'm like, I just hope you guys are all okay. Right. And the students that stuck around, it's like, yo, it's like, yo, we we're we're, we're here to help. It's like we don't want the doors to be closed down. Right. So, you know, it's it's like I, I I'm grateful for these people because this second family. They were like, "Yo, we're we're supporting you. We're we're here for you guys. Just like you've been here for us on the mat teaching. You know, if we needed something, you were there for us. So it's like everyone's helping each other out. So it's it's been it's been really unreal. It's like also you know, it, it, COVID brought out like kind of the true colors in a lot of people right. too. So, right. and yeah. I and I think also what's what's beautiful about what you're saying and is because from what I remember from our first episode. Um, is that you know martial arts? I think was f- f- in a lot of ways. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. A big outlet for yourself as well, mm-hmm. and like what you're doing for the people in your community um, is really what you know was done for you, and mm-hmm. especially in a really difficult time when people need an outlet. Um, I think it was so beautiful to see you know because obviously I I see all your stuff on social media and Lyman and all the other Team Tiger Shulman guys. Um, really figure out a way to to make it work, and mm. you know, you guys, it's really a testament to martial arts. You know, you you take one on the chin and you keep going. Yeah, I and mean, I mean, look at look at it this way. I mean, think how many how many how many gyms got shut down and like and and even like bit like just it's, it's a small business. Like there's like even as Tiger Showman's, you know, like yeah, we're an organization, but and we have mul- multiple schools, but you know, we're still a small business because we have one school in a community. Right. So, you know, the fact that all these students that we have stayed there and they were like, yo, we're with you even through the hardships, you know, like uh, I'm I'm so I'm so grateful for them. And, you know, it, it kind of it hurts my heart to see, you know, like other the, the people that, you know, have also like their own gyms, like other martial arts and they have to shut down because this was their livelihood. Yeah. So it, it it's heartbreaking. See, even as even for fighters, like right now, think about this. Like only like the UFC, Bellator, major promotions. Barely Bellator. Yeah. They were able to find a way and kind of keep going. Right. But what about the regional yeah, circuit? Yeah. What about amateur fighters who wanna who who have invested tremendous yes. amount of time? So it sucks to see because it's like yeah. Then you see people like you know what I, I have to go pro I have no other option, right. and they'll like y'all fly out to so and so location to fight, but it's like they I get can't. Rushed into it. They get rushed into it, and then their career ends up like yeah. failing because of it. But it's made it's making it makes people desperate, and I and, and I understand why because like look you you want to take the path of being a fighter and making it to that high level, right. but nothing's really right. really going. So it like like. Some of my teammates who are amateurs, they haven't fought in a while, and they're like, I want to be able to fight, I want to be able to fight. I'm like, I'm like, dude, just keep training. Use this time. Just keep training and freaking just get right. good. And, you know, we have a, a bunch of up-and-comers, like a bunch of, you know, 
future champions and stars who want to be in amateur MMA or even just become a pro. And it sucks to see that their the path that they chose to follow just got halted because there's no promotions. Right. Like the only one I think right now going is uh, CFFC. And they're like, I think it's Virginia or Pennsylvania or something like that. Yeah. But how often can they hold those shows? And how, how much is like, it's hard because then... You can't even pay them, really. You, yeah, you, right. you, it's like, you can't really sell tickets. You can't have any audience. But I respect the fact that they're, they're doing it to be able to have these fighters keep building their record and, right. you know, eventually get their call. So, you know, it's like... I just fake it. Like I, I just want people to, to do better. Like I was like, I don't, I don't care. I don't care. You know, whether you're from like a different school, whatever. It's like I would just want you to freaking do good because this, this thing hit everybody hard. Right. So, and, like you, you just like it's like it's like just like a time to just you know come together as a family. Like we're all under martial arts, right. and we're all martial artists at the end of the day, and we all just want to be able to fight through this. And just get things back to the way we wanted to. And then just keep on going. So I'm glad that so many people have like have come together as a community, as martial artists, and found a way, you know, and we found a way to keep our schools going, keep people training. So it's been a very interesting time. For as a UFC fighter, what's it been like? I mean, do you remember from the inside what it was like when they returned and because a lot of you guys rely on fighting as a source of mm -hmm. income um you know what was that i mean was there a conversation going on between like you know the ufc or uh people at espn saying yeah we got you like we'll be okay we'll we'll figure it out for you guys yeah. um financially because you know you guys don't fight you guys don't get paid yeah you know what the the fact that uh, Dana White did what he did and the UFC did what they did, and they're like, "Yo, we're gonna keep this going," and of course, you know, do you go through do you go through a peer a period of a uh, trial and error because they're like, "Okay, you know, when Florida was like, yo, we're gonna have the event," they're like, "Yo, we're there, we're gonna keep this going," because then imagine all these all these fighters who rely on this and they can't pay their bills, they can't do anything. It it it. it it, it's heartbreaking because like what happens now now let's say they can't even when it's time to when they want to be able to fight you know some fighters pay for their camp or they're traveling to from one place to the other it's like they can't do that so they gave people a chance and people took advantage and were like all right yo we're we're here to fight and you know they they kept it going of course they were like yo you have to go through like god knows like 20 or 30 COVID tests yeah. throughout the week to make sure right. you're clean. But, you know, that's what has to be done so you can fight and so you can, you know, make make your living, then, you know, by all means, go for it. And they were able to now just smooth it, smoothen it out where it's like, all right, they had their system down, they made it work, and here they are. They became the only, yeah. the only thing, the only sport to do this while everything else was yeah. just on lockdown. And, I mean, it also, you know, begs the conversation that was brought up a lot really during COVID too about, I think, about fighter pay and um, the fact that the UFC is, I wouldn't say it's not even really arguable, the fastest growing sport in the world, in, mm -hmm. my, in my opinion. Um, and you're not one to, to obviously badmouth anyone. Um, but I'm just curious if, if, it, if it, amongst fighters, 
becomes slightly a little bit of source of frustration to think like we're one of the biggest sports in the world. We're mm-hmm. on ESPN. We're selling pay-per-views. And like we're out here, you know, stressed out about survival when other sports are shut down and these guys, you know, they're making <laughs> millions yeah. at a time. Yeah. You know, does it um you know, I wonder what what is told to fighters about the reason why you know pay isn't i think we can all universally agree it's maybe not where it should be and mm-hmm. i know you're not one to badmouth ufc and i know they've been great to you but yeah. like it's 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 interesting because i i also like you know think about this you know although it's the fastest growing sport in the world i feel like um the casuals like in in a way if this pandemic didn't hit it's like they like they wouldn't have blown up now the way right. they have. So it was a great opportunity for the UFC right. to blow up the way that they 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 did because there was no football, there was no, you know nothing. Nothing, no <laughs> basketball. But then it's like, okay, in reality, this sport is still like a baby compared to like NFL right. and all that. Right. So it so it sucks because many people still view it as oh it's, you know, it's too barbaric yeah. and then they, they don't understand. <laughs> right, right. But you know, then you're, but then like you're seeing, it's like, okay, you know, you got an NFL player, he's getting paid millions of dollars. They haven't played a season; they're still making money no matter what. But you know, and whereas fighters, like, yo, you know, like, there, there's like, there's definitely gonna be a way, and it, but it's also as fighters, we're kind of independent contractors. That's what right. they said because it's like it just feels like it just feels like this. It feels like do you remember when. Mm-hmm. Brandon Royval fought. You remember his interview? Mm-hmm. Um, this one s- struck a chord where Brandon Royval, for people who don't even watch UFC, uh, was I think he made his UFC debut over the summer. And I think he was crying in his post-fight interview because I think he worked, I forget what the job was, I don't want to butcher it, but he worked um, a separate job on the side as well. And he was crying about like how he just kind of wished he could finally, he was hoping to get a bonus because he could quit his job and focus full-time on UFC. And it just, that stuff kind of breaks your heart. And I think he ended up doing that, by the yeah. way. But I think it just, like, I don't think that fighters should have to have to work as a teacher, right? I think if you choose to, that's phenomenal. Yeah. And you and you guys are doing, I mean, you, Lime and Shane, all you guys who have gyms, uh, you know, you guys are doing amazing work. But I don't think you should have to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I think they would also, it's also detrimental to the sport when you have guys like a Brandon Royval who's very talented. Um, and because they aren't making enough from their sport that is literally being televised on ESPN, that they are forced to dedicate other time to something else, which is also taking away from their development. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, uh, you know, it's just, it's, uh, are you optimistic about the route it's going in? I I think so. I think it's, it's going to get better. And, you know, you know, as the sport grows, it's like, it, it's, it's, it's tough because, like I'm, I don't, I don't know what goes on behind the right, scenes. Right. So you know, um, I could be assuming one thing when they may might be working towards something else, but like you know, we're gonna have to see see what happens. But I'm sure like pay's gonna go up now that right. you have so much, so many more eyes, and then eventually where you're gonna have, eventually when it gets to the point where like, look, in the past UFC, this past UFC that just happened, they had fans. Yeah. So then it gets people say, all right, fans are going to come back yeah. and people are going to want to be like, point. boom, coming back. Right. Like, okay, you know, we can, 
Ray so-and-so's paying away. So, you know, I think it's going to go down a great route and it's going to get better as it goes. You know, as of now, it's kind of like you have to kind of work work with what you've got. Right. Because, look, you know, I'll give you, I'll give you an example. Um, Jeff Neal, who fought uh, Wonder, Boy, Wonder Boy, he worked at a, like a, a barbecue place in Texas. Like still when I I don't know I don't, I'm not sure, okay. but he was working at like a, I don't know it's like a, I don't know if it was Dallas barbecue or some other barbecue spot, yeah. and you know, like weighing tables and he's fighting the UFC. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it's crazy. And then all of a sudden, like now he's probably you know at a point where he's like, yo, you know, I don't have to work here. It's like I fought a main event, and he did amazing. You know, even though he Wonder Boy won, it's like, dude, it's like you you you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's like people are working that separate job because also, you know, like as fighters, if you get hurt, it's it's like you yeah. need to find another source of income. See that it should. I I think it yeah. shouldn't be like that. Like you shouldn't be like fuck. I have double elbow surgery, and well, COVID on yeah. top of that, and like well, in the gym. So it was like a triple yeah. whammy. But like I I think that you should be able to have. A double elbow surgery or anyone who gets injured tears their ACL and like I mean MMA can be brutal mm. and not have to just not have to worry about it. Focus yeah. on your recovery and and I think that ultimately it will get to that point. Mm-hmm. And I think that you know as as fight fans I'm sure we're we're pushing for it. As but fighters we all wish it could happen fast. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be like please do it tomorrow. please do it tomorrow. <laughs> like when they go like because I, I know like even like the whole Reebok deal apparently is coming to a close. Right. People are like all right whoever takes over is like please give us like a little more bonus isn't, or something. Isn't it like uh was it I think it was Mark. like Venom. It's Venom. 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 Yeah. So what? How's that? How's that Reebok deal work? What does that mean? When because I always hear about this yeah. Reebok deal, but I'm never sure exactly how it works. I think uh, uh, for the Reebok deal is if, as if the more fights you have in the UFC, the more you get paid from Reebok. Gotcha. If you're a champion, you get paid like a, right. a a good amount. But like if you're like your first fight, you get paid. You know, you get you get paid a little bit. But so you have to like you know really really fight to, to be able to get more. But. Uh, it, but it's also, and it also, um, what all what people don't understand as well. And I think it was, I forget who made the good. I think it was actually Mike Perry of all people yeah. who made a good point, which is uh, <laughs> rare. Um, he talked about just the taxes. You know, when you pay when you fight in California, dude, very different than when you fight in Nevada. Oh my god! And and people don't talk about that enough, and even New York too. I would. Oh imagine. my god! And it was New York. They they tax you like crazy. It's ridiculous. So. You know that too. It's like um, as fighters, you know, we whatever we make from the fight, you know, Uncle Sam's gonna take a good amount at the end yeah. of the year. So it's like you can't, yeah. you can't just be like, oh look, I won this fight money. I'm well, gonna go do this. Coaches and I mean, you guys you have coaches. You got management. You know, you got, you have the taxes you get at the end of the year. Any other expenses that you might have. So it's like. You know, you you have to really manage no. the money you make from the UFC. You can't just be like, "Oh snap!" Yeah. Especially like, look for first time fighters in the UFC who make their debut. Make they get shit. they make, make ten and ten. They make right? ten and ten. But look for somebody who just making ten and ten. They'll be like, "Oh snap! Yo, I made twenty thousand. I'm gonna go buy this, 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 and that." <laughs> and next, you know, like Uncle Sam at the end of the year is like, yeah. um, "I'm here to collect," <laughs> and you're like, "Oh shit! I spent all the money." <laughs> so it's like, you know. It's good because when you have the, the, you know, like, look, I have my team behind me, my coaches, right. Tiger Shulman's, and, you know, my, my, my mentor, uh, sorry again, 
Brian. <laughs> um, you know, he's like, look, whatever money you make from there, put it aside. Don't right. spend it. Save it all. You know, like invest it in something that's going to be good. It's going to be good for you. Like, you know, because like that's what happens. People get a big paycheck and they'll be excited. That they have the money and then they go on a spending spree. And then next, you know, they have nothing left. Right. So they're like, you know, put it aside, use it for for this, use it for that. And so it's like, you know, you have to you have to learn that the, the important business aspects because you're not just fighting and oh, I'm gonna get a paycheck and that's it. It's like, no, you gotta what do you have to what are you gonna do with that paycheck? Right. You know, how do you you know, how are you gonna split it? How, what, like, what are you gonna put it on? What you know, make sure that you have enough to pay the tax at the end of the year and all that stuff. So it's like, you know, you have to do a little uh, money yeah. management class there in order to learn learn some business take some business classes yeah. and really learn because you don't want to have go through all this and put all these fights on and put your body through all this to then at, when you're done with your career like i got zero from it yeah so now yeah. um, this is even like to, for amateur fighters who are in, who start going to the circuit and want to really make this take this uh, make this a, a career it's like just be smart. Like mm -hmm. your ticket money, yeah, whatever you make from it, dude, put that aside. Mm -hmm. All right. Even if in a regional circuit and you're getting paid this much, it's like, dude, put that shit aside. Because as you start going to the big promotions, it's like you have to really know how to manage mm -hmm. your money. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I great people I have great people behind me, you know, guiding me and helping me through this. Cause I'm like, all right, you know, it's like you see that you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's like when you're a little kid and you get yeah. your first twenty dollar yeah. bill and you're like, Yes. <laughs> So it probably feels even different after a fight when you get it. Probably a good feeling, no? Yeah. You get that check after a fight. You just went to war. They're like, they're like, here you go, and you're like, whoa, <laughs> yeah. like that's gonna be in my account next day. Yeah. You're like, yes. How long does it take after after the fight to, to hit your account? Next day. That's not bad. Yeah. And they give it to you. They give it to you after the fight. Like after the fight, they'll be like, this is gonna be in your account next day. If you get, I think if you get like a, a bonus, it takes a little bit longer. And then, like, you know, they'll send, uh, like, Reebok will send whatever they give you, like, mm. after they make sure that you, you pass, like, your, your USADA test and all that. Oh. Yeah, so <laughs> you got to make sure you're also good. Dude, how, how's the USADA during COVID? You know what's funny? The moment COVID hit, um, actually, this was before my surgery. The day of my surgery, somebody showed up at, at, at my place and were like, dude, we're here testing. I'm like, dude, I told you guys I'm getting surgery. I'm like, I'm at HSS. I'm about to go in. It's like, uh, can, can we go? It's like, do you want me to come down? I'm like, no, man. It's like, I, I've already put that out that I'm getting surgery. Like, they're going to be putting all this stuff in my body. Insane, but they've been, they've been better. I think now the fact that they're, they're kind of calming down and they're, they're fighting, they're finding the middle ground, you know? So it, it hasn't been as bad. I got a USADA visit the other day, but he, he met me at the gym and somebody who's been... So they just show up, right? Yeah, they just randomly show up. That's why you have to like your whereabouts and yeah. make sure all that's good. Because if not, it's like, they'll be like, all right, you know. Yeah, you get like strikes, right? You it's get like strikes that. and stuff like that. So I'm like, all right, I'm just updating my whereabouts. Like if you're traveling, be like, I'm going to be in this location here. How many times a year do you think they test you? For me, they, they tested me a good like uh, four times. And probably since I was, like, the moment I had surgery, I had to make sure also, like, I had everything on paper. Like, oh, this is right. what they put in my body. Because oh, right. if they come to test me and they're like, yo, right. we found Fuck. this, 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 and that. I'm like, I got surgery that yeah. day. Like, that's that's what they put in my body. I have it here. Because they, 
like before they like if you pop for something right away they're like so and so is doing this but now they're like okay you know like we're not just gonna yeah. blast it out there we're gonna send you a notice like if you had this in your body it's like you get a chance to actually like redeem yourself right. like bro it was a tainted supplement or it's like i was in surgery they put this 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 and this in my body for like the pain and whatnot so it's like you have a chance to actually have your case and like be heard about it rather than be like so-and-so yeah, pop yeah. for this and then it, it, it tarnishes your yeah, career even if you're it's cr it's crazy even if you're clean and it's just a yeah people just always think that you mm -hmm. so i want to talk about your next opponent yeah. um have you done so what i remember from him i watched him against the that jones kid yeah. um in his last fight weird fight uh because <laughs> he was kind of cruising Mm. And then uh, got finished quick. Um, what do you see in him, Timur Valiev, for the people out there wondering? Um, what do you see in him and in, in his game? Uh, how do you how do you you know analyze that matchup? Dude, I, I'm I'm excited about that matchup. Um, one because I think it's like both of our first official fights at thirty uh, thirty five because the last fight he had to fight at one forty was a catch weight, right? Because I guess the other guy couldn't make the weight. Um, and you have uh two. He's he's more of a striker. I mean, he's 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 solid. He's solid and on the ground, on the feet. So, but he's more of a striker, mm -hmm. like a kicker. And I feel like this fight is just gonna it's gonna be a scrap. And what's awesome about it is like it's it's a lot of thirty fivers on that card. Yeah, I, I saw, saw that. Frankie Edgar and Sanhagen are fighting. This guy, uh, Marab and Cody Stamen are fighting. Oh, that's on that card too? Yeah, oh, they got wow. added to that card. And I think there's a couple of others. So it's going to be very interesting. And, you know, he brings he brings an, an interesting style there. And I can't wait to just come back and just get in there and just, just scrap, man. Yeah. Do you ever – now, I always wonder this. Do fighters ever look at the betting odds? I I don't know how bet, like the betting works. Okay. But like you know, like someone explained it to me a little bit. But like, have you checked for yourself this time? No, I don't really check you, for myself at all. Do you want to know or no? No, I'm probably an underdog, which I don't mind because I I was at a layoff and and you know I hadn't fought in a year. So do you, do you like feeling like you're an underdog? Yeah, dude. I was like, I'm. I'll be the biggest underdog in in yeah. any fight. I don't <laughs> mind. Now, how do you feel like February sixth is going to go down? If you have an official prediction. I have no official predictions, dude. I'm just excited. Make the walk, and I'm looking to just have my hand raised in victory. Like whether we go to a submission, a decision, a knockout, a freaking, it's like, dude, it, we're 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 gonna. I'm gonna scrap with this guy, and I cannot wait because, like, I have a a fire just burning in me. The best way I can put it to you this way is like during this whole thing. Think about it this way. Um. Let's say you're like on a like a very snowy mountain mm -hmm. and like there's like the wind, there's like a blizzard happening. And how I felt when, when I was going through the surgery, not being able to train, it's like I'm trying to use like my body to cover the little fire to keep it alive, to keep right. to keep me warm like during that time and to like not let it go out. And it was like very, very dismal at that point because I'm like Shit, I got surgery. I feel like I'm falling behind. I right. can't train. I can't do this. And it starts to kind of get in your head a little bit. But even though you're going through the healing process to come out better on top of this, but like 
that's what it felt like. It felt like it's like my right. the fire was like burning out, and I'm like trying to cover it to just keep it from being able from from going out. And then like it's like, dude, it's like get past this storm, and your fire is gonna be relit. And that's what that's exactly what happened, dude. Like the moments like. I was able to keep it from going out. And I'm like, yo, don't give up, man. It's freaking cold right now. The wind is blowing. There's snow all over the place. Your fire's like getting smaller. It's like, nah, it's like, we're going to ignite this fire. Yeah. Like, just <laughs> hold on strong. And that's what it did, man. And I, I, I thank everyone who's on my team, you know, from Tiger Showman's to Edge Pro PT to all the people, you know, to Paradigm for Counter Strike. You know, to my family, especially, you know, my my sisters, um, my brother-in-law, John, all my friends and, and and my team as well. Like my students, everybody who's just been in my corner, you know, like they've been a huge source of help because it's like they they they're there with me through like the ups and downs. So it's like that family just like they're just there. So if you fall, like they're freaking catch you like, yo, we're freaking we're 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 not gonna let this fire go out. And I'm like and that's why I'm like so like grateful for them. Like my teammates who just like they were checking up on me, like, dude, when are you coming back? We miss you, this and that. And I was like, it's like this is why I can't give up. It's mm-hmm. like it's like, you know, like these these guys are if these guys believe of what I can do, they you know they're 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 excited for you know this. They they miss me. It's like it's like and I'm like I can't let this fire go out like that. So that's what like reignited, and I'm always just thankful for them. Like you know these people in my life are just amazing. So thanks to all of you guys. Hey, beautiful people can follow you on uh, Instagram at Julio Arce eighty nine I believe. Mm-hmm. Yep. Instagram uh, Twitter is I think it's Julio Arce T S M M A. Yeah. And uh, man, I'm just the, I I could see the look in your eye. It's uh, I'm excited, man. I'm excited to see you back in there. I'm happy. First of all, I'm happy that you came back. I'm. Uh, it's always a, a pleasure, honor to have you on, and especially, especially before a couple weeks before a fight, because I know you guys are fucking busy, mm-hmm. and I know you're training your ass off. So for you to take the time really means the world. But I'm uh, I'm so excited for you uh, to see you in there, get your hand raised, and. Uh, Thanks, celebrate bro. after thanks man i do I'm, I'm happy to be here and uh you know excited to see you too man it's, it's it's been a while and i'm just glad everything's now falling in place the way it has to be and dude let's get ready to rock and roll let's 2021 go. 2021 here we yeah. go we well, are everybody